5: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
6: Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. As the Super Bowl hangover continues, we welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown Las Vegas at the D. I'll get to the big guy in just a bit. We've got a huge, a monster show for you, an avalanche of picks. We're gonna re- tool the show over the next couple of weeks and the research from you tells us you want picks you want splits so you're going to get them i assure you and we're going to start rolling them out today thomas gable race and sports book director over at the borgata mike samich aaron alterman we've got soccer plays for you coming up and how about the guest lineup zach harper is back the athletic nba writer does a great job randall the goat ftm of course, he does a great job, not just with the NFL, but college hoops. And our VEASAN.com managing editor, Adam Burke, will join us in the final hour. A Burkey Tuesday, as he does. But as we open up the show, I'm trying to figure out. It's now Tuesday. The Super Bowl was played on Sunday. Did Kyle Shanahan get that third possession yet? It, you know, it's fascinating as we're waiting for that third possession. I, I know the conversation about overtime continues to be talked about. Is there some objectivity or is it subjectivity? My my opinion would be, and you know, Steve Fezzik disagreed with me, professional handicapper yesterday. I, I think it's a little bit more objective than subjective, but the basic lack of nuance around whether or not Kyle Shanahan's team was prepared with the new overtime rules fascinates me. And again, I'm not criticizing anybody when I say this, but I do think oftentimes this industry gets a little too literal and we miss some of the nuance. Like, for example, the devil is always... Always in the details. So while you may not argue that Kyle Shanahan not having his team up to speed on the overtime rules is a big deal, you may argue that. And my estimation would be effort. There's a percentage that goes into how somebody's gonna approach what they don't know the rules. Okay, we can leave that subjectivity over here. But I just told you the devil's in the details. So my point would be what's the standard? Because I'll put it to you this way. If you have a family member or a coworker that's perpetually late. They show up late all the time. I can assure you showing up late is not the only life leak. You understand what I'm telling you? I can assure you that they probably don't respect you. I can assure you there's probably some narcissism involved with showing up late perpetually to everything. So Kyle Shanahan, while it's not the end of the world and he's not going to get fired because he didn't get into the details of overtime, my question for you would be, what else was missed? What else was loose? The Chiefs were buttoned up. When it came down to a game that was a two-point game, the 49ers end up losing by three. So you're telling me we work in inefficiencies. We work on the margins here in sports betting. You're telling me the conversation is as easy as it doesn't matter. Use was trying as hard as he possibly could. You're missing the bigger picture. It's not that simple. Devil's in the details. This is a bigger picture about what Kyle Shanahan didn't have crossed or dotted. That's the point. It's, it's simplistic, really. So, again, it, Kyle Shanahan, year seven, you know, lost out on two NFC championships, lost out on two Super Bowls at this point. He's not going anywhere. And frankly, I've I dubbed him King Kyle. I, I don't think Kyle Shanahan should lose his job. He, he's a tremendous football coach. But just the presumption that we should walk away and give them a pass, and the biggest game, the most most watched television event in history, multi billion dollar business, that it's just whatever when it comes to the rules. Nah, that's not that easy. The devil's in the details. You got You got to have that buttoned up. Okay, so just let's be clear. We can dig a little bit deeper when we get into this, and you all have that family member that shows up late to everything. That family member doesn't respect you. It has nothing to do with traffic. It has nothing to do with excuses. It comes down to respect, okay? You got to cross those T's and dot those I's. Let's get it going. We've got tremendous announcements throughout the next three hours, including picks, picks on top of picks, as we say hi to the big guy, Dustin Swedelson, live downtown Las Vegas. was cracking. More of a pick, lick, flick guy myself. Oh, we just... We just got a a breaking news here. You know, we have family plays and we call it a family thing because when I grew up betting, it was me and my boys. We'd bet together, bet as a family. And we kind of started that uh, here on Sharp Money. I just got Felica texting me. He's on Leipzig. Draw at minus 150. Oh, Leipzig or draw. So he went double at minus 150 against Real Madrid. Okay, that's Champions League. I have in my hand the calendar of what to expect now that we've closed the chapter on the NFL season. And, you know, this is just my estimation. This is what makes VEASAN so unique. And big guy, I didn't mean to interrupt your introduction there, but this is what makes VEASAN so unique. While I think everybody across the industry does a great job and I'm not being sarcastic covering the NFL. What sets us apart is we're a betting network first. So if we find some inefficiencies, like Felica just texted about Champions League soccer, or we're going into a weekend, shout to Felica, shout to Halterman, and the Risen Star, which is a horse racing event. If we're talking about college basketball, if we're talking about MLS soccer, if we're talking about NBA, NHL, this is what Vison does best. The specificity as far as being able to bet And profit on anything is what stands alone as far as Visa. And I. again, uh, to me, it gets exciting. I, I love the NFL. I'm depressed it's gone. But to me, everything opens up like the expressway where all of a sudden I'm starting to dial in on Champions League. I'm starting to look at some player props in the NBA. We were already doing that before with the NFL, but it's just this avalanche of the shield that completely takes over. And you saw it with the ratings. I mentioned the most watched television event in history. The numbers are astounding. 123.4 million viewers peaked over 200 million, which is wild. So we, again, are sitting in a very unique opportunity as a network and certainly as a show here on Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings, because shout to Bob Seeger, we turned the page on the NFL, and now it gets interesting. Okay, big guy. What's going on?
7: Well, I don't mind you interrupting because I was doing booger stick. I didn't have much in the, in yeah, the please don't. canister today. You know,
6: all, you don't, just because you think things, you don't always have to say them. Mm,
7: no, I do. I do. I kind of do. If not, it gets stuck in there and eventually it makes its way out at the wrong time. So uh, what I'd say is this is a refreshing time, not because we're not going to miss football. There's definitely going to be a time we're going to have conversations about how much we miss football right now. But you think about what's coming up. March is going to be absolutely insane, obviously, with all the college basketball we're going to do. This is a big baseball betting show. So we're going to get deep into that once that pops up. I just think it's nice to look at some other avenues here when it comes to sports betting. Open up our minds. I might. I might start dabbling with a little bit of soccer here. Just because it's there, it's available, and the timing makes sense for when we're on the air. So I I might have to start getting down on soccer.
6: Well, that's the exciting part about what we're going to start doing here on Sharp Money because – We constantly talk about becoming a VEASAN pro. If you're not a VEASAN pro, I encourage you to sign up because the communication and community that we're going to set up, if you are a VEASAN pro, you're going to have an opportunity to get involved and have your videos played here on the program with the family plays. On top of that, we've got Samich sending videos, and we're going to play one coming up in just a bit. We've got Andy the Plug all over soccer, Dustin's boy. We've got Halterman. We've got Tyler Shoemaker. You know Shoemaker from Visa. We're going to have Zach Cohen. We're going to have Fezzik. We're going to have Spritzer. We're going to have Will Hill. And so, again, what we've talked about after NFL season is, you know what you want? You want picks? Well, get ready. It's an avalanche. You're going to have two mini picks coming up every three hours, every single day. I got Thomas Gable sending over college basketball plays from the Borgata. You're going to get plenty of picks. Yeah, we're also going to get community. We're going to ride together. Like that's part of it is like
7: family. baby. When when I see it, look, Thomas Gable sent to bet in today. I was thinking of betting the other side. And guess what? Thomas Gable knows a lot more about college basketball than me. So I laid off of the bet I was going to place because Gable was betting the other side.
6: Well, when we return, we'll get to Samich's video and introduce a new feature here on Sharp Money. But I wanted to play a little game. I mentioned the most watched TV program ever. Super Bowl fifty eight. Peaked over 200 million, big guy, 123.4. Last year's Super Bowl, 115.1. So up, you know, close to 10 million, somewhere in that range. Let's get an idea of what a monster the NFL is. The NBA, this past NBA finals, 2023, what'd they average? You want to take a stab? He said 10 million was, the, was Super Bowl this year? The Super Bowl was one hundred and twenty-three point four million. What was the ten
7: million? You said I was trying to figure out what that ten million was. Ten million more than last year. Oh, got it. So if it was one hundred and twenty three point four NFL, let's say the NBA finals
6: did twenty seven million. Eleven point six four on average. Major League Baseball this past World Series. What do you think at average? You're a seam head. Five point two. 9.1, the NHL Game 5 last year pulled what number? 2.72, the least in 29 years. College football this year, Michigan and Washington, what'd they average? Oh,
7: it had to be like
6: 30 million. It was a great number, 25 million average. Now rewind, the NFL had 123.4 million. The most watched television show in United States history. There's a reason John John Goulet sends notes during the weekend. Let's make sure we focus on the shield this weekend going into the Super Bowl because it's a monster. However, we got about 205 days until the NFL returns. So there's a lot of profit opportunities out there for us. And when we we return, we're going to get to one with our buddy, Mike Samich. I think you were closest. Let let me see. You were closest. football. You were closest on college football. You said 30 mil. And that was a huge number for Washington and Michigan. 25 million. You're just a hundred million behind the NFL. It's their world. We're living in it. We're coming back with a family play in Samich next. Sharp money.
0: Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy as part of the My Cultura podcast network, available on the iHeartRadio app,
2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
0: He has the smarts.
5: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
6: Okay, our boy Bill A. all over the VCN Daily. Check it out. Expert picks and analysis. You get the strategies, latest odds. The, the bottom line is it sets the betting menu for the day and provides all the links. So check it out. vCN.com/slash newsletter. A lot of great links to post-Super Bowl content from the program's across v the Sports Betting Network, yesterday. So go check it out as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money on a Tuesday, February 13th. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. We're presented by DraftKings. That's the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown Las Vegas. So, again, picks, picks, picks. That's what you want. You're going to get an avalanche here on Sharp Money. I've got three in the NBA and one in college hoops, we generally will save ours for the end of the show. So to give you more picks, we're going to work you in to the program, those that are VEASAN pros, and certainly a lot of our sharp friends. Big guy, Dustin Sweetelson flexing on the phone today, did go 2-1 and one in the NBA yesterday. Good job, big guy. Yeah, we
7: missed a 3-0 night because of a blowout with the Bucks game. Malik Beasley, a hook short
6: of going over his PRA for us last night. And Felica is still listening, of course. The absolute king in the industry over at Fox. Felica, you're part of the family, so keep sending those picks as well. He's on a Champions League play today in soccer. It's the round of 16 in Champions League. We've got, what's your boy's name? Andy the Plug. He (laughs) sent a video. Now, here's what we had to do. We had to get the Champions League plays for tomorrow, today, because our program... It, it essentially lines up with the kickoff there of Champions League, so you're going to get two or three, something like that, from and Andy the Plug today. And Champions League is all of the English European. Champions League is the biggest tournament in Europe for everybody, but it's like it's all the other. By league? far, the most prestigious tournament in all of sports. But it's everyone comes sports. together for it, right? It's not, or is it? Is, is it? Well, it's they don't all league? live in the same house. If that's what you're well,
7: asking, no, no, like lo- like uh, Premier League. And another, I don't know any other European leagues. Yes. Another European yes. league.
6: They all. Yes. It's not its own league. Yes, Syria, La Liga, Bundesliga. Yes. You go down to obviously like Belgium it. clubs. Everything in Europe comes together for Champions League. It's freaking lit. So it's hey. The- it, I, I, I'll let you know when Champions League wraps up, which is this summer, but we're also going to go through the calendar coming up here in just a little bit to give you an idea. Now that we have turned the page, what you need to know as far as what's happening in sports. Go ahead. So
7: it's like the opposite of Brexit.
6: I don't even know if you if if you asked me gun to head, what's Brexit and what side is lit and what side stinks? I couldn't tell you. And you know what? I don't think the Brits could either. (laughs) They see they they seem at odds as well. All right. So let's mix in a video and we're going to start our first family play. With a guy that I consider to be one of the sharpest in the industry, a good friend. He works here. He's a colleague at v He's Mike Samich, big guy. You want to set it up?
7: Yeah, he's got a very interesting play tonight on a player that I like targeting a lot. I may have some analysis on it as well. It is in a game involving your favorite NBA team. Here's Mike Samich's family play of the day. What's up, everybody? Mike Samich here with my Sharp Money Play of the Day. Let's head over to the hardwood here and look at the Lakers taking on the Pistons. Lakers right now a 10.5-point favorite. The total sitting all the way up there at 242. I'm going to go to a player prop here. The Pistons really struggle against the with perimeter defense. D'Angelo Russell should absolutely be able to cut them up. First meeting of these two teams, he put up 35 points. His prop is sitting at just 19.5 points right now. Over the last two months, he has played significantly better for this Lakers team, and we've seen his minutes and shots go up in that time, averaging over 17 shots per game and over 22 points. Additionally, in spots where the Lakers are favorites and end up with a blowout, his minutes have gone up as well. I expect Russell to get up at least 17 shots in this spot. And if he does, he should fly over that 19 and a half player prop. So we're going to go D'Angelo Russell over 19 and a half points for the sharp money play of the day.
6: Good job, Mike Samich at Somobomb on Twitter. Uh, The Lakers starting to play better. And he's talking and focusing on your boy D'Lo, who you're constantly hitting with player props.
7: Well, the, the key angle I like is LeBron being out. He goes well over his assist total. We're talking 11, 10, 8, 8, 10, and 14 assists when LeBron's not in the lineup. They're playing the Pistons. LeBron's questionable. If we want to get ahead of this, I don't know. I obviously have no inside information if LeBron's going to miss today. But this is also a potential blowout game. More Delo on the floor. And I think that's part of Mike's handicap is that they could pull some of the older guys, some of the more injury-prone guys if they're up big on Detroit. And when you look at the Pistons, they allow the third most assists to point guards in In the NBA right now, I think with the potential for a blowout, maybe LeBron sits. That would really help us here. His assist prop is set at five and a half. You can get plus one oh four right now. I'm seeing I might be on the plus uh, over five and at half a plus one oh four. Or you can combine me and Mike and go twenty seven and a half points, rebounds and assists at about minus one thirty juice. I think D'Lo is a guy to target today. I think it's a great call by Samich.
6: All right. I've got three plays in the association. There's a great game down in Orlando. Just a contrast in styles with Oklahoma City, who just wants to go Orlando, who, you know what they remind me of? Like a 90s team. Yes. They're bitter. They they hold grudges. They play defense. One of the best defensive teams in the association. The number right now, the Magic are catching at home. I like SGA on a prop, which we'll get to. And I think I'm going to go magic. Although I do like the under here as well. We'll get to that one coming up in just a bit. Zach Harper is going to make his first appearance for the NBA season from the athletic. He's awesome on the NBA. If you haven't heard him on the program last season, you're going to love him. He's coming up in about 39 minutes.
7: Yeah, I, I like the magic a lot. Obviously they defend, but there there is a, a size advantage here at play. I'm going to have a play on this game as well. There is a player prop because when you look at Oklahoma City, they acquired Bismack Biombo. he's yet to make an appearance for them so far Oklahoma City they don't have a center and they get burnt underneath the basket by opposing bigs it's a little hint of where I'm heading for my play but if I was hey. going to pick a side I would take the points of the magic at home I think they're a really good team and I think guys like Jalen Suggs coming to their own really helped them along France Wagner's putting up a ton of points
6: I like their roster construction they're going to be a tough team why are you laughing about the Magic roster construction? Do you like him or are you laughing well, at him? I was them? laughing because I was looking
7: at the name Markel Fultz, who's become like a serviceable player. Mar- Markel Fultz is a good player. He's, for a, he's a very serviceable player. That's it, it just made me laugh because you think about what that guy's been through. Like getting trade the, the trade up from Boston to make that pick. Right? It was Wait, no. Am I, am I getting that wrong? Who traded up So the him?
6: NBA, big guy, it's all good. The NBA, let's talk about the schedule here. Sixers. So what we... What we do know, yes, the 76ers, the two-month odyssey that is the NBA postseason. I just want to set you up as far as the calendar. So the play-in, just to kind of get you caught up to speed here after the NFL season, April 16th through the 19th, and the playoffs in earnest are going to start the association on April 20th. Game one of the finals, June 6th. Okay, now NHL, April 22nd, the Stanley Cup playoffs start. Other than that, let's go college basketball. So February 27th, just a little more than 10, 12 days now, conference tournaments begin. Now, if you're thinking conference tournaments with the big conferences, ACC is going to start March 7th, the Big 10, the 8th of March, Big 12, the 8th of March. But then we're not that far away. We're about a month out, big guy, from Selection Sunday on March 17th, first four March 19th. And then the first round proper on that Thursday, March 21st, You got the championship game and the final four college hoops in Phoenix this year. And that championship game played April 8th. So you're saying I should start watching college basketball? I think you should probably get down. We've got Randall coming up to talk about it to help you. You know, obviously the biggest story, the women's tournament starts 329. So March 29th, I'm all over Clark. Caitlin Clark is legitimately, she is the most known basketball player, whether it be men or women. I know that triggers some people, I'm just telling you. How about the Daytona 5 double lot? Oh, I'm getting this into This Sunday.
7: It. I'm getting into it. I'll have some bets Friday for
6: it. You're into it? Okay, then you tell me who won the Daytona 500 last year.
7: 50 uh, 50 shot, it was Denny Hamlin.
6: No, it was Ricky Stenhouse Jr. That's right, Mullet Boy. Sunday, February fourteenth, we'll have a play here on Sharp Money on Daytona Five Hundred. Of course, coming up this Sunday, the Masters is April eighth. Big guy, you know who won last year's Masters? Uh, Tiger Woods. Duh, John Rom. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Wimbledon wait, is he?
7: Ele- wait, he's eligible even though he's in Live now. He's eligible, right? Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah he's good. Wimbledon July should be called 1st. Dead Golf, not Live Golf. You know who won Wimbledon last year? Uh, Pete Samuels. Carlos Alcatraz. Nailed it. Major League Baseball. We are 44 days away until opening day. Opening day, Thursday, March 28th. Now, if you back up to what we said about the ratings, people weren't overly interested (laughs) in baseball last year. But you could certainly win some cash. And that's what we're trying to do here on VEASAN. So opening day, you've got the draft. The draft this year is in. Detroit, Michigan. What's up? April 25th, we'll have plenty of draft coverage here on Sharp Money. And I don't know if you're sleeping on it, but July 26th in Paris, the Olympics. Again? Plenty of opportunities. The Olympics are again? Yeah, the Summer Olympics coming up in Paris this summer. We just did them. No, we didn't. Kentucky Derby? four years ago. 150th Kentucky Derby coming up May 4th. So... Well, you may be sullen. You may have a hangover for a multitude of reasons from this past Sunday, big guy. We've got plenty to discuss. Is Baffert That's eligible really this too What's that? Baffert eligible for the Derby? I don't think he's going to have. I don't think his horses are running. I'd have to look that up technicality wise. We're back.
5: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
6: Okay, become a VSIN pro for just $9.99 right now. Daily best bets, access to the betting splits. Upcoming March Madness betting guide. Our buddy Adam Burke's going to be on, managing editor over at VSYN.com later in the program. We'll get an idea of what you can expect in this year's March Madness betting guide. But if you haven't signed up, Again, become a V-CIN pro, v slash subscribe. All right, we got you back here. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. I don't know if they still advertise with us, but I want them to know they got me. So there you go, big guy. If Zinn wants to come back, Sharp Money, I'm all over it. They can come back. You got a little Zinnachino in right now? I don't, I don't have Zinachino while I'm working, but I was doing the reads incessantly. I don't even know if... I was doing the reads here on Sharp Money for Zinn, and I popped in, local convenience store, and here we go. Let's go, Zin. <laughs> Personal product placement right there. Little Lamar right. Jack Zinn. Zinn Diesel. I, I, Zin Diesel. Lamar Jack Zinn. That's not bad. Hey, so yesterday, what took me and the... Andy Reid conversation was something that I I don't really know where the rumors started as far as whether or not he would walk away. If you think about Andy Reid, what's fascinating is he's now got three Super Bowl rings and he, he won them all past the age of 60. So if you're starting to back Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan is 44 years old. Again, I club King Kyle for not necessarily tying up the details, but he's going to be a coach in this league for a very long time and potentially win a Lombardi. I'm not pretending like that's not going to happen, but what I was fascinated by At the end of the Super Bowl, first off, Reed just said, yeah, I'm coming back. I was never going anywhere. I think there were questions, and we can get to the futures market as far as DraftKings. I think there were questions, big guy, about Travis Kelsey. He's 33. He is going to return. And then Patrick Mahomes. And there was one theme amongst the three of them, and Chris Jones as well, who's a free agent. We can get to him in just a second because he's on his way to the Hall of Fame. The three-peat The incessant discussion from the Chiefs locker room and the leaders on that team about coming back and three-peating next year is fascinating.
7: Yeah, uh, so I had to I just sw- I just switch sound bites.
6: I had to I switch know. sound bites. That, that that's okay. It's fascinating because you know it hasn't been done in modern time. You go back to the Packers. That's before the Super Bowl era, of course. Yes. But this is a team we said yesterday. As far as FOMO and missing out on something, they're going to get a big ticket at wide receiver. That's going to happen, whether it's Mike Evans or Calvin Ridley. Draft pick. Calvin Ridley, whether they use a draft pick at 32 to grab somebody, they're going to get better. Now, they do have the Chiefs. They've got Chris Jones. If they franchise them, it's 19 and a half million. Excuse me. Thirty two million dollars, which would be the largest non quarterback franchise captain in history. If they sign Chris Jones, he was on par with Bosa and better late in the Super Bowl. Bosa just signed for five years, 170. And this is a Chiefs team that... They've got a little less than 24 million as far as cap space. You can always kind of maneuver the cap, but they also have Lejarius Sneed who they need to bring back who went from a nickel corner now to one of the great shutdown corners that you can leave on an Island. So there are decisions to be made. It starts with Chris Jones, Legereus Sneed and the three peat, which we've been discussing.
7: Yeah. You could also take that money and allocate it towards more weapons on offense and go back to the other way that Kansas city used to beat people. And that was just by outscoring them. But, uh, I did some research on the three Pete. I want to get to those numbers here in a second, but first let's hear from Andy Reed and Patrick Mahomes. They met with the media here in Las Vegas post Super Bowl celebration, probably on no sleep and some glitter all over their skin. Uh, Andy Reed first, what's his thoughts on a potential three Pete?
5: That'd be something. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just asked that to our, to to this guy right here, (laughs) Ted. Um, I said, has anybody won it three times? And, uh, he goes no. I said, all right. I mean, yeah. um, You know, we'll see. I, I mean, we got we got great competition in our in the AFC West. Um, we just had some hirings, coaching hirings, and these guys are good football coaches with good quarterbacks, good teams, and so it's not going to just be easy. That's not how this thing rolls. Um, we'll have changeover on our team, which every team has, so you don't know. What's there? There's a there's a whole lot of unexpected and, you know, we'll just you, you got to keep battling through it. Have a good off season, and then, uh, you know, good training camp. And, and then that ball is shaped kind of funny. So it's got to bounce for you in the right direction.
6: He's doing oblong shtick. Andy, corn dog. Tell me it isn't true. Here's the bottom line. If you had Keon Coleman to the Kansas City Chiefs, he's their best wide receiver. If you add LSU's Brian Thomas Jr. to Kansas City Chiefs, he's their best wide receiver. Troy Franklin, even the Oregon kid, those players could be available at 32. They're going to get one. I think the big question comes down to Chris Jones because Chris Jones, you have to pay him what Bosa got or maybe more as the market goes up every single year and Lejarius need. Those cornerbacks, along with McDuffie, those cornerbacks and Chris Jones in particular, I know it kind of retrospectively right now, Brock Purdy's taking some hits from people saying that he's basic. He ain't basic. Jones is a monster. You have to bring back Jones. Well,
7: he he makes everything happen. You're, you're able to do all the other things you do around him and have linebackers like Drew Tranquil come in and make plays because of what Chris Jones commands in the middle of the field with his ability to pass rush and, you know, stop the run as well. He's just such a force on that D line. It opens things up for other people to make plays in that defense that defense will not look the same if he's gone everyone else will fall back if you have to choose between Snead and Chris Jones you choose Chris Jones you believe in Brett Veach's ability to draft another corner and
6: find the next Legereus Sneed at that point by the way randomly you mentioned Drew Tranquil because he's a free agent as well yeah there's so, a lot of free agents. Willie Gay a free agent as well probably a little getting a little older. Dana, a free agent as well. So they have decisions to make. You got anything else on the Chiefs before we move on to the 49ers? Yeah, let's uh,
7: let's switch gears, guys. Let's go to Andy Reid, number one, because you brought it up before, before we got into the three Pete stuff. And I'll go over my numbers after this. But he was flat out asked, why not after another Super Bowl, retire and ride off into the sunset?
5: You know, Adam, I, I honestly haven't even thought about it, but I get asked it. I mean, I'm still kind of in awe of the, the game and, and what went on there. So um, I really haven't thought why or what or anything else, but people keep asking me. And I, I keep saying, why did Polichek and Pete retire? You know, those guys, they ask those old guys the question, but I'm, I'm the old guy now. <clears throat> so I guess I'm going to be asked that. I really haven't, yeah, six, there. I haven't
6: he's really thought He's 65. Yeah. And he the, said he hasn't thought about The Chiefs, by the way, over at DraftKings, six and a half to one championship odds, five and a half to one for the 49ers. I'll get to why the 49ers. The 49ers are in good shape moving forward. The Chiefs and the AFC plus 330. 330 wins you a dollar. The Bills, five to one, and the Ravens, five to one as well.
7: Yeah, his point about ask Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick why they're, why they're retiring. They didn't choose to retire. They were forced out. And at some point, like, that can happen to any of them, especially at his age. So he understands that. Uh want to get into three-peat stuff if we can for one second because I went back in history. Since the Super Bowl started, we've never had a three-peat. So when we go back, we look. Eight teams have had a chance to three-peat since the beginning of the Super Bowl, uh, beginning with the Packers in 68. They missed the playoffs. Uh, Yeah, 68 was the year for the three-peat. They missed the playoffs that year going 6-7-1. The 74 Dolphins coming off back-to-back wins, went 11-3 and only made it to the divisional round where they lost. The Steelers had two chances at three-peats in 76. They went 10-4, lost in the AFC title game. The Steelers, again, in 80, missed the playoffs. Uh, The the key to this list, though, is when we look at all the numbers – All the way down through the Niners, the Cowboys, the Broncos, and the Patriots back in 05 looking for a three-peat. The numbers are pretty staggering in the fact that five teams made the playoffs looking for a three-peat. Three missed the playoffs. Only three advanced their conference championship the following year. And none of them, not one team going for a Super Bowl three-peat made it to the Super Bowl in that third season. So the odds of the Chiefs getting there, according to
6: that, are pretty slim. Yeah, the, the Chiefs have an edge to him. He, I don't even, there's not much, again, it's relative. I'm not at the party with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and Travis Scott or whomever's performing. But there's not much from Mahomes after winning a Super Bowl in the way of celebration. He kind of just stands up there. It sounds like he won a Week 15 game. You know, proud of my guys, happy to be here. Can't wait to do it again next year. He's a little robotic, which is exactly what you want from the greatest of all time.
7: Yeah, because it's all about his inner motivation, right? I think he very badly... Wants to put his stamp on the league and make a statement with his career. Because remember, it's still a guy who went to Texas Tech. It's not like he went to one of the blue bloods of college football and had this like illustrious college career. Didn't win a Heisman, was definitely overlooked. And I think playing with that chip on his shoulders is what made him so special early on. Chucking the ball downfield, kind of proving the doubters wrong. And I think he's got an element of him where he knows the standards Brady. And the only way he's going to be happy is if he passes him.
6: So, you are Mr. Future here on the show. So, would you like to take a stab at the MVP numbers for next year, NFL? Uh, Who's your favorite? I mean, it has to be Mahomes. Yeah, it's Mahomes at 6 to 1. Allen, 7 to 1. Burrow, 9 to 1. Lamar, obviously, just won it 10 to 1. And Jordan Love, 12 to 1. We're coming back with the 49ers, and they're set up for next year.
0: Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy as part of the My Cultura podcast network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
0: He has the smarts.
6: This is Sharp Money with Patrick
5: Maher and Amal Shaw on VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
6: Okay, DraftKings specifically keeps hooking you, the Vsin viewer and listener up. So this week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. So again, this is for new customers up to a 1,000 bucks back if your first bet loses. That's pretty damn good. Download the app, use the promo code VSIN, V S I N when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours, and DraftKings doing a good job. You saw the news. With Barstool recently. So to the moon, DraftKings, congratulations as we welcome you back. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Dustin Sweetelson live downtown Las Vegas. And apparently, Zen did a good job when they were promoing here on Vison Our program director, John Goulet, said I'm not the only one that's on the Zen train. So choo-choo, I won't divulge well, who else is with me, but let's freaking go. I have some questions because I'm intrigued
7: by, uh, by the concept. Do you think it would help me not want to eat all day if I had a Zin pouch in my mouth?
6: Bit of an appetite suppressant. Oh, so maybe I'll do two or three at a time then. Maybe I'll do a few. Bit of an appetite suppressant. But here's the thing. I would not suggest you do anything like that because you're a very soft human. And you'll complain, you'll cry, and you'll throw up. No, the first time. But once you push through, and then I'll like it. I'm not that soft. You're very mean sometimes. No, go for it then. Now, I, I'm not sure, and we're going to play another family play here coming up in a bit, so if you want some hockey plays, don't worry. Those are coming, big guy. Um, it was Flor- you know, Florio over at Pro Football Talk. He does this where he kind of throws a line out in the water and tries to titillate, but Florio's very good. You see him on NBC, and he posed the question, you know, potentially could Kyle Shanahan need a fresh start? Now, we just told you... Andy Reid spent 14 seasons with the Eagles and had crazy success, but he just couldn't get over the hump. Okay, but he had a he had a long line. Right. So he had a a ton of opportunities, goes to the Chiefs, 60 plus wins, three Lombardis. So, again, there's a lot of runway left for Kyle Shanahan. Year seven with the 49ers. He just lost the second Super Bowl. You know, my estimation is could have handled the situation a little bit better. But as far as why and that question, we've got a couple of emails. Why the 49ers after losing to the Chiefs, are favorites at DraftKings and the futures market next year at five and a half to one to win the Super Bowl? Because honestly, they don't really have any glaring weaknesses. Big guy next year, you probably focus. I thought Kansas City up front kind of handled the offensive front a little bit of the 49ers and maybe defensively up front maybe you could tinker with the trenches on both sides of the ball but think about it you're set with Purdy and no matter what type of criticism Brock Purdy's getting right now that game was not on Brock Purdy he was fourth in MVP voting you know 31 touchdowns a franchise record over 4200 passing yards he had an NFL best passer rating so Brock Purdy's not going to be the issue and then you keep going. Ayuk's under contract. Bose is under contract. Uscheck, Kittle, McCaffrey, Debo, Chardarius Ward, Fred Warner, Trent Williams. Like these people, they're under contract. Really, Feliciano, the guard, and Chase Young, who's a dog. You don't want Chase Young back anyway if you're the 49ers. He takes plays off incessantly. Of course, the former number two overall pick. You know, they're a little over budget with the cap, but that can be manipulated. This is a team that has 11 picks, the 49ers in the forthcoming draft. They're going to pick 31st and 63 and they have three in the third round, which is very valuable. That all goes to say they're fine. Those big names are under contract. Yeah and uh well one
7: look at the NFC West
6: really only challenge there is the Rams
7: uh, the the Cardinals are still figuring things out that I don't think they're going to be contending next year you've got Seattle with a new coach so you got one team you're worrying about in your division then when you look at this roster They're set where it matters. You also have to keep in mind Purdy's still on that rookie deal. He hasn't been paid yet. That gives you a lot of flexibility and a lot of money you can spend elsewhere to shore up the roster. And there's another factor that comes into play here. And I think it's that guys who are chasing rings towards the end of their career the paydays are no longer there they're gonna have to settle for a little bit less money i think they can fill in a lot of the depth that they're going to be missing from losing a lot of these key guys with veterans who are ring chasing who still have a little bit left in the tank like a guy like Tashawn gibson who they're losing there's another tashaun gibson out there available who could be a very solid player for them that will come at a cheaper price because that player wants to contend for a super bowl title
6: so the market right now, big guy, five and a half to one futures as far as championship odds for the 49ers. DraftKings does have the 24-25 49er regular season win total set. They've got two teams right now, the Chiefs and the 49ers. You want to take a stab at the Niners? Niners probably 10 and a half. 11 and a half. Kansas City Chiefs, 10 and a half. Minus one forty on the juice to go over on the Chiefs.
4: Ooh,
6: ooh,
7: depends what that schedule looks like. I don't know who they have next year, but I think the Chiefs are gonna come back and we're gonna see a totally different style of play. They won this way this year with the defense and slowing the games up, playing for key possessions. I think this offense is going back to a high-flying attack because for Patrick Mahomes only throwing 27 touchdowns is well below his standard of what he's capable of. I think we go back to Patrick Mahomes lighting the league on fire, putting up gaudy numbers, maybe even setting NFL records next year. They're going to address all the issues on the outside, and the offense is going to be high-flying again.
6: Well, Patrick Mahomes just had his lowest yards per attempt of his career. Kansas City Chiefs dropped more balls at the wide receiver position than anybody in football, and they won a championship. Again, Bitcoin, FOMO, fear of missing out. A lot of people want to get in the market. That thing's flying right now. I have a Bitcoin. I have it open right now because I like to watch it throughout the show. Feels like Just a keep going up and up and up. That's FOMO. I think teams in the NFL, the other 31, a little FOMO coming out of this year, not taking advantage of, of the inadequacies of the Chiefs this year?
7: Yeah. it was All year, that's all I kept saying. This is an opportunity for the Ravens because the Chiefs are down. You have to pounce and capitalize. For the Niners, thought the same thing. They're not going to have to face the Chiefs in the Super Bowl this year. They're going to get away with one. Whoever they face is going to be as scary as the Chiefs have to find a way to win. I think the whole league messed up by letting Kansas City, in a down year, find a way to win a ring this year. They completely botched it.
6: As we turn the page on the NFL season, the formula is very simple here on Sharp Money. You want picks? You're getting picks. Racingdudes.com, Aaron Halterman. Dustin, if there's a setup here, I think he's going to go NHL for our buddy Halterman.
7: Yeah, Halterman's got a play here in the NHL. couple at plus prices. He's going to share one with you here. Also has two in college hoops. For the rest of his picks, you're going to have to go to VEASAN.com slash picks to check him out. But here's Halterman's best play on the ice
8: today. Boom. My best bet from the night's going to come from the NHL. We're going to go to Nashville where the New Jersey Devils and the Nashville Predators square off tonight. Pretty evenly matched game. I'm going to go with the Devils at plus 110 in this spot. Uh, look, I, I think both of these teams kind of similar. as They've just kind of been a little disappointing early in the season, but they're starting to play a little bit better uh, as of late. I think this Devils team has the edge tonight in the power play, in the penalty kill. If you really analyze and look at those numbers, the Devils power play has been pretty lethal, penalty kill pretty good. I would call both of uh, those units for the Nashville Predators a little bit disappointing. So if it becomes a special teams game tonight, I think the Devils have a significant advantage. That's why I'm going to take them at plus 110. I know the Devils played last night, but Vanecek uh, is playing tonight for Nashville. So they say Vanecek, their starting goalie for this game. I'm going to lean Devils plus 110. We're always looking for plus money prices. I think this is the one that makes the most sense tonight in the NHL.
6: Look at you, Aaron Halterman. Shout to Scotty Bowman. Shout to Steve Eiserman. Sergey Fedorov. Let's go Konstantinov. We got an ice. We got on the ice here on Sharp Money, big guy. Halterman's great. Now, I want branding done. When he does it, I want to go, I'm Aaron Halterman. This is Sharp Money. What's cracking, VEASAN? Oh, he's definitely a what's cracking guy. No, he's not a what's cracking guy, but he he did a good job. The presentation was tremendous. So he's more of of a Jack
7: Harlow, what's popping guy?
6: No, you are, I would imagine. I wish I could
7: be Uh, Jack Harlow, God, for one day, one
6: day. Zach Harper is going to be joining us next. It's almost like, I I think maybe one of the shocking numbers when we told you that the NFL just drew 123.4 mil, 200 million at their peak, a little over it. I think the NBA... Last year's NBA finals, just 11 and a half million on average. That's a tough look for the association because that is a team that is that is a league that is so viral and does so well on social. But it just doesn't translate to television. Well, and what happens
7: if the Nuggets are back again? Dare I say Jokic Nuggets fatigue feels like with the nba playoffs in general there's a lot of fatigue to go around but if it's the same team again i think that's an issue however maybe we can attribute the reason the ratings were down last year was because they were facing a miami heat squad that nobody cared about
6: no i think that's fair and i do think your point about jokic uh, he does bore people and he's from serbia yeah or yeah. croatia i mean everyone For- in serbia
7: could tune in and you would get like what eight hundred
6: thousand more viewers Or Kazakhstan. Where is he from? Serbia? Serbia. Yeah, yeah. Shout to Serbia. This is you know what? Sharp money's big in Serbia. You didn't know that. They love the family place. Is Serbia a city or a country? We're coming back with Zach Harper talking NBA next. Here, Sharp Money.